This is the new Blue Review with Benji Shulman. 101.9 Chai FM. I hope you enjoyed that uh, oration by Abba Eben at the United Nations in 1949, arguing for Israel's right to join that body. Uh, absolutely fantastic. And we have, I'm happy to say, online another orator uh, of uh, extreme eloquence, Rob Hutchinson from Dear South Africa. How are you doing, Rob? <laughs> well, thanks for that compliment, Benji. I'm doing well. Can I complain? Yourself? Um, absolutely fantastic. Now, I say that uh, n- not just uh, to be complimentary, Rob, uh, but because I heard you on a number of other stations uh, this week talking about some of your work around the Health Act and the integration of guidelines for COVID-19 because you seem to have gotten quite a lot of attention because of the way, not only for your through your good efforts, but unfortunately through the rather uh, arcane and uh, ham-fisted approach that the government seems to have taken to integrating uh, the emergency regulations regarding COVID into a more national act. Yeah, absolutely, Benji, yeah. Yeah, there's been a lot of talk about it because the minister actually extended the comment period on the draft regulations, which were out for comment for about uh, just over a month. And they must extend it for, for 90 days so the public can, although we've had about 285,000 people who've already sent individual comments through, they, they're looking for more now and have granted people until the 5th of August. However, they, in the meantime, they have introduced uh, regulations underneath the Health Act, which were, were which came from the temporary regulations which were in place because the Disaster Management Act was was withdrawn. So these there's two sets of regulations. The one set has already been adopted without any public consultation, which is quite quite a disturbing uh, turn of events, as it brings in the whole. Uh, it questions the entire public participation process for the draft regulations. Some of those draft regulations are now permanent underneath the Health Act, which is a bit of a, a worry for, for civil society. Yeah, so basically they've put in all of these um, all of these things uh, and, and said, OK, well, we'll have um, public participation. But in the meantime, we're just going to, to sort of smack it in there and, and just we'll just have it without having actually had any proper consultation. Exactly, exactly. And and that is the worry because they've given an extra 90 days to comment on the draft regulations. But who's to say that they they won't, in the meantime, during those 90 days, introduce more regulations without public consultation. And then by the time we get to the end of the 90 day period, all the uh, draft regulations are now made permanent as uh, done so by the the minister under the minister's discretion, of course. Yeah, that certainly is a bit of a worry. So... Are you guys looking at doing anything around this in particular? Definitely, definitely. Ben. You know, it's, it's as a public participation organization or an organization that facilitates public participation, it's uh, within our mandate to question the whole process behind this. And therefore, we are definitely going to court. Our papers are being filed today on the uh, what, what they call the limited regulations, which are now permanent. And then we'll also question the public participation process uh, in its entirety. So why extension was granted, why 90 days, why it wasn't done in the first place, and and so on. The intended outcome is to have the regulations uh, set aside or withdrawn completely. 
and yeah we we think we fairly confident in 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 that success yeah i certainly um I certainly hope that you are because you know as, po- as important as health regulations are it's as important that uh, the proper rules and public participation are followed and it just seems as though uh, the the minister is operating still uh, from muscle memory uh, in in the in a sense in which she's how do I say that? It's still operating as if we have disaster regulations on where she can just uh, put dictats. But now that, that that's mm. not in place anymore, she actually has to, she does, she always should have, but she sh- now really has to follow the proper democratic rules and regulations around this stuff. Yeah, precisely, precisely. And because it's moved to underneath the Health Act now, there's two ministers at, at play. As you say, um, from the COGTA front of the Disaster Management Act, and now uh, the Minister of Health from from the health regulation side. So it's a bit of a mess in in Parliament, and that's exactly why we're questioning the the entire process. Well, there you go. Certainly very very interesting. We're listen, talking, listening, and talking to Rob Hutchinson. He's from Dear South Africa. I'm Benji Shulman, and this is 101.9 High FM. This is the New Blue Review with Benji Shulman. 101.9 Chai FM, I'm Benji Shulman. This is the new Blue Review, talking as we always do every Monday morning to Rob Hutchinson from Dear South Africa. So Rob, obviously the Health Act I'm sure has been taking up a lot of your time in the last week. Uh, but what else is going on in Parliament that uh, people should be knowing about? Some quite interesting developments actually, which is a, a breath of fresh air. And I hope this actually does continue. Parliament have, have launched what they call uh, parliamentary constituency offices, which are offices which are in u- rural areas or in urban areas. And the idea there is to bring Parliament closer to to the people. So the Speaker of the House and the Deputy Speaker of the House are actually being tasked with this job. It appears to be a their personal uh, project, which is great. And they launched the first one in Makanda in the Eastern Cape and engaged with the community there and particularly the youth. And they found out what what concerns the youth, what the youth want, how much the youth know about getting involved in in parliamentary affairs. And the whole idea is to promote uh, public participation and open up uh, parliament programs to to the communities and especially especially the youth, teaching them the value of getting involved in your democracy, having your say on draft bills and amendments and so on. And this really does seem to be a step in in, in the right direction. So the hope is to introduce a lot more of these uh, PCOs, parliamentary constituency offices around the country, and each member of parliament will be tasked with overseeing one of, of these offices. So it'll be... Hopefully, this is a step in the right direction to a fully participative democracy. Yeah, it's interesting, Rob. I think that in some ways we've seen a lot more participation since uh, since COVID because suddenly you can watch Parliament on Zoom. Uh, you don't have to watch it on parliamentary TV. People can comment, all sorts of things. So I just wonder if there's an opportunity here for, uh, as Parliament goes more virtual, to also make it more accessible, as you say, in these sort of more physical locations. That's exactly exactly the, the the point of these these offices. As we know, um, not many South, or a lot of South Africans have or don't have access to online services, 
and these offices will will hopefully fill that gap between uh, those that have access to online services and, and those that don't. Whenever a bill of importance does go out and it requires public participation, it'll be done through through these uh, PCOs. It's a great it's a great move, and I I hope Parliament can actually keep keep it up. You know, they have a reputation of starting wonderful initiatives and then they die down. We'll make sure that this one this one keeps going. Nice to see uh, some some good news on the parliamentary front. Very quickly, Rob, any uh, any any. Any hidden, uh, well, not hidden uh, uh, secret tips about what we should be expecting for your show on Wednesday? Ooh, well, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for confirmation from the Speaker of the House so to talk about these PCO offices. And if that, if that does happen, well, we'll be having a good hour-long chat with the Speaker of the House or perhaps the Deputy Speaker of the House. That should be quite an interesting conversation. Wow, that is a real... Uh, a real uh, that's a real coup, Rob, and uh, very, very interesting. So do listen in. Lunchtime on Wednesday, uh, you can listen to Parliament from the horse's mouth or, or the speaker's mouth or whatever it is, whichever mouth you you prefer. <laughs> Rob, thanks so much, and we will chat to you next week. Excellent. Thanks very much, Benji. Always a pleasure. Rob Hutchinson there from Dear South Africa bringing us to the end of the show. Thanks to Craig who pushes all the big red buttons. Vusi who helps to put together uh, the, the, the post-production. Mashadi who does the production. And to you, dear listener, who joins us every single week. And please do join us next week on the New Blue Review.